Welcome to the Bible Chisme Podcast. I'm Gracie, your host, and I'll be sharing scandalous stories and hidden secrets from the Bible. Together, we'll draw lessons from these character stories, grow our faith, and experience God's goodness. Let's dive in and let the stories transform us. Hi, friends. Welcome to Bible Chisme Podcast, episode numero uno. I'm so excited to be here and nervous at the same time. I wanted to just create a space for all of us to just come together and share the Bible stories and the chisme that goes down in the Bible. Like, I don't know if you guys have ever opened your Bibles and like read the stories, but if you have, I know that you know, (laughs) I know that you know (laughs) that the Bible is one, like, juicy book okay this is literally the book of life i think like every like throughout history i think it shows a lot of people's character the bible does but also shows god's character like i think that is the biggest and most favorite thing about my bible and when i read it when i read these stories It really brings me back of who God is and his character and his love for us. Like, he loves us so, so much. Today's story is one of my favorite stories in the Bible. And I just had to share this story as part of the first episode because we are going to talk about Elijah. Elijah was a prophet and he was loyal to the Lord. He loved the Lord with all his heart. He was obedient. But at the same time, he also struggled with things that us humans struggle with. Just so you have an idea, Elijah is the only man in the Bible that actually never, ever, ever had a physical death. Like he was lifted up from like this wind and fire like so dramatic and he was like taken up directly to heaven so you can imagine how badass uh, of a prophet he was and i love his story so much and we are going to be opening our bibles um to first kings chapter 18 verse 22 so a little bit of context on this story back then in the old testament um, people would offer sacrifices to their to their gods and um, the biggest thing of it all in this specific time there was just different gods that people created for themselves um, there was this god named Baal and there was more actually prophets that would worship Baal um better than our god right so they would just worship him and offer sacrifices and they would bow down to him and all the things so then we have elijah who is loyal to the lord all of those things would make him really really angry this specific story is a cool story because he i I can't imagine them just kind of fighting between each other and just kind of just sharing like my god is better than your god and that type of scenario and elijah actually says you know what let um let us settle this and why don't we put up two sacrifices for our for our gods you put your sacrifice to your god and then i'll do my sacrifice to my god and we'll put it 
I'm sure it was like on a public setting. Um, so they grabbed the sacrifice, they grabbed the wood, and then Elijah said, but one thing, do not put fire in the sacrifice. Like, don't put the fire, don't light it up. Elijah said, I will call on the name of my God, and you will call on the name of your God. And the God who answers by fire, he is God. So guess what? The people were like, okay, fine, let's do it. So they set up their sacrifices and just put them up there. And guess what? This is so funny to me. So the people started calling on the name of Baal, which is the, the other God. And not the other God, because there's only one God. But they were calling on their own God. And they called them from the morning till noon. And <laughs> they were shouting, Baal, answer us. Like, please answer us. Like, we're calling your name. Here in the Bible, it says that they shouted his name. So I'm sure by this time, they were desperate. And then Elijah was just staring at them, looking at them. They even were dancing around the altar um, that they had made. And this is like my favorite part of the story. At noon, Elijah goes like, um, yeah, why don't you guys shout louder? Um, I'm sure he's God and perhaps he's in a deep and thoughtful sleep. <laughs> Or he's busy or he's traveling. Um, maybe he isn't sleeping and must be awakened. Why don't you guys keep shouting louder? <laughs> he obviously was mocking them. This is what's crazy to me. They shouted louder and they slashed themselves with swords and spears, which means that they were hurting themselves at this point. Like they were so desperate to hear from their God in quotation marks. So then guess what happens? The people never really heard from their God at all. There was no response. And Elijah was probably over it at this point that said, um, he said, come here, come here to me. Um, and then he pointed them to their to the altar that he had built. Um, he actually told the people, fill four large jars with water and pour it into the offering and on the wood. Like, how ballsy of him? Like, excuse me? Like, not, not only did, like, these people were probably so embarrassed. Um, he was like, let me put a cherry on the top. Let me just put water in this wood. Um, so there's really, like, no human possible way of how this is going to light up. Oh, but he didn't just do it one time or two times. He did it three times. <laughs> So then Elijah stepped forward and then he prayed to the Lord and he um, said this prayer and he said, answer me, Lord, answer me. So these people will know that you, Lord, are God and that you are turning their hearts back again, because back then people really didn't follow the Lord like they had turned their hearts away from the lord and elijah all he was doing is trying to point the people back to you know see who our god is and like to follow him and, and be faithful to him again because they were worshiping other gods and the fire of the lord fell and burnt up the sacrifice the stones and the soil and also 
um, it licked up the water, the water in the trench. So everything lit up, like everything. And if you guys know when something has been wet or when there's like wet wood, like you can't make a fire out of that. And the fact that this happened in front of people's faces, like when they saw this, they felt to their face and cried. Like it literally says that they just felt and they said, the Lord, he is God. The Lord, he is God. Like I can imagine this is one of the biggest wins in history for Elijah. Like this is one of the most prophetic things in his lifetime as a prophet so there was this witch (laughs) i call her witch her name was jezebel she wasn't a witch but she was a queen at that time and when she heard what had happened she sent elijah a death note pretty much telling him that she was gonna kill him and you would think that after this big encounter with god um, Elijah would never struggle with his faith, like he would have all not fear, like he would just be a strong soldier of God, but he wasn't that way. And this is where it comes to show that even God's people struggle with things and even God's people sometimes struggle with even our faith. He literally went to the middle of nowhere and he prayed to God and told him, I've had enough, like take my life i'm no better than my ancestors like just take my life away god like he literally prayed to god um and told him that he wanted to die you know what this sounds like to me in our modern time depression elijah struggled with depression um and i'm going to shine a light in this topic And I know it's a very sensitive topic, but I want to shine light onto this because way before clinics ever existed, therapists, um, you know, the pills to help with with the anxiety and depression, God cured a man out of his depression, which was Elijah. This is how God confronted Elijah's depression. I want to share with you all. Um, the number one thing he did is he recognized depression was real. He, um, didn't judge him. He said, Hey, Elijah, where's your faith? Like God never, ever, ever like questioned how he felt. Like he always just, he let him be and he recognized his feelings and how he was feeling. Um, also God let him sleep. (laughs) which I feel like a lot of us have been on the go 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 for so many years that I don't think sometimes we give ourselves time to rest and sleep and just care for our bodies Um, also God sent an angel to feed him and for 40 days and 40 nights Elijah stayed up there that's all he did he would sleep he would eat he would wake up he would go back to sleep elijah was so tired of doing things for the lord that he just became exhausted and weary and i don't know about you but for me sometimes i'm elijah sometimes i become elijah that i get so busy and doing things for other people um even for god sometimes like we get so exhausted so weary so tired to the point that we're like okay god like 
I have nothing else to give. And I think at this point, Elijah was the same exact way. When God allowed Elijah to sit in silence, he did something else. And I want to point this out because it kind of helps me when I fall into a depression or when I feel like I'm falling into a depression. And the biggest one is God had Elijah tell him what the problem was like god already knew how elijah was feeling god already knew the situation and god asked elijah the lord asked elijah elijah what are you doing here <laughs> not because god didn't know um but he because he wanted elijah to expose those false beliefs that he had in his mind and in order for elijah to deal with his depression he needed to replace those false truths with god's promises and i think that's the biggest part of this i feel like a lesson in a way because how many times do we go through life thinking all these false truths or all these lies they're not even false truth because there's no such a thing as false truth but lies lies that the enemy puts in our brain like he will also use people that love us and we love them to kind of reaffirm those lies that we put in our brains and we go through life believing those lies i want to remind you all that whenever you you are faced with a lie or when the enemy is attacking you in any sort of way to replace those lies with god's truths and some of these truths are you are loved you are forgiven like you're redeemed um you're holy you are set apart um you're a new creation uh <laughs> you're made with purpose you are a temple of the holy spirit like all of these truths just engrave them in your head and i promise you that when you're diving into a dark hole like that light of truth will help you see um god's love and see you who you are in christ check this out god allowed elijah to vocalize like what was wrong he needed to vocalize it and once you say it out loud you're no longer giving power to those lies once you put those out like for example i used to believe a lie that i didn't have anything positive to bring to the world like i was always just i don't know a mistake I was just here just being you know and that was a lie that was a lie that the enemy just kept putting in my in my head for whatever reason it was because he knows of the impact that I can bring into people so once I say that la like that lie out loud I'm no longer giving it powered I am telling myself I am like I have an impact whatever it is either with one people through my kids through my husband like we all have an impact and sometimes that is a lie that the enemy puts in our head like making you believe that you're nobody when in reality you are somebody not because of like oh how many followers you have or like the influence you have you are somebody because of who you are in christ because of the impact that you can make in people but once elijah vocalized those lies um he was no longer 
like bondage in those lies you know our lives are set for like what we believe is true and if that foundation is not a solid truth um what we think about is like will lead us to being not content with our life or not even like following what our true purpose is and I love this because God reminded Elijah that he isn't alone. Um, Once Elijah kind of vocalized like how he felt, um, God gave Elijah something to do. He was like, okay, I've given you 40 days, 40 nights. Like it's time for you to move on to your next assignment. Like God gave Elijah something to do because Elijah felt like alone. He felt like he was the only one, but it wasn't even true because with all these lies, he couldn't see clearly. He couldn't think. And after that, God um, gave Elijah something to do. He sent him to an assignment and he said, there's, I'm not going to name them here, but he said, you know, go back to where you came from. And there's some prophets here. He actually named the prophet Elisha, um, where, you know, he's like, go train him, like pretty much telling Elijah that he was you know like a prophet that he needed to keep helping other people and like teaching other people the ways of the lord so god reminded him also through this that elijah isn't alone like he wasn't alone because elijah thought that he was the only prophet left um he was suicidal because he's like i'm alone like i don't have anybody and then god is like calm down (laughs) come down you're not alone and God reminded Elijah um the most important thing God is in control um I think that we all need to just remind ourselves um how much God is in control and we are not and I think that should give us a peace of mind to know that he's in control in that at the end of the day no matter how much we fight it um there will like it will always be his will and i know that if you're anything like me i'm always constantly just fighting it and i'm like okay i'm sorry god like you're in control i know um and he's working even when we don't see it because when elijah was just out there sleeping and eating for like 40 days god was out here just working and making sure that you know, his plan was being fulfilled in a way of, I'm working even when you're sleeping, Elijah. Like, I'm working even when you're out here just chilling with um, your calendar empty, um, with you not making any plans. Regardless of that, I am working. And I love, love, love this reminder from this story because it gives me peace of mind when I want to take a day off from my busy life and knowing that I will never be falling behind because God is always always in control thank you so much for being here I am so excited looking forward to future episodes if you like this episode give me a review I don't know how this works review it subscribe to it um so you can so you don't miss out next episode And send me a DM on my social media. I love to hear from you. I love you all. And I hope you guys have an amazing, amazing week. Um, Sending you all hugs and just reminding you that even in the middle of the chaos, God is always in control 
and he has a plan even when you don't see it <laughs> bye